When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. On DAB+, online, via the TalkSport app and on your smart speaker. Exclusive international cricket live, the West Indies versus England. Oh my goodness, what a shot. And the runs are blowing. On TalkSport 2. Love the sound of that music. Welcome, everybody. This is TalkSport 2. We're going to bring you live coverage of the second test match from the Caribbean at that great island, that great place of cricketers and of holidays, a place of great drama and of great fun. Barbados, a production line like no other. Names such as Everton Weeks, Clyde Walcott, Frank Worrell, the great Sir Garfield Sobers, Conrad Hunt, Wes Hall, Charlie Griffith, Gordon Greenwich, Joel Garner, Malcolm Marshall, Desmond Haynes, Sylvester Clark, the list goes on and on and on. And in the current team, men like uh, Kimar Roach, Craig Brathwaite, the captain, of course, Jason Holder, are all part of the Barbados legend. So an absolute treat to be at the Kensington Oval over the next five days. So both sides with a bit of make-up to do after a draw that was split pretty even in Antigua. It's a hard series to call. There's not an obvious difference between the two teams. England have got Mark Wood out, of course, so they've lost a bit of pace there. West Indies look like sticking with the same sort of side. We're going to discuss all of that and much more. Uh, we'll be reflecting upon a great cricket ground, the Kensington Oval, and indeed many of those names that have made the legend that is Barbados cricket. We'll be focusing on Joe Root and his England side, and we're absolutely thrilled to have Darren Goff back into the fray with us here in the studio. We've heard, got a bit of quite fruity news here. We, um, it seems that Craig Overton's taken unwell overnight and is going to be replaced today by Matthew Fisher, guy you know very well. Uh, well, I do. Um, I know very well over the last three months, and what I've seen is a guy, since he went on the air tour, come back uh, a lot fitter than he'd been from the reports I got. Um, he looks trim. He was very fit, and all the testing we've been doing in the last uh, four or five weeks... Can he bowl, Goffey? He can bowl, let me tell you. Um, he's a very impressive character, very intelligent young man, very outspoken, 
what, what would you expect? He's a Yorkshireman. Uh, <laughs> but he, he's got a lot of empathy with it. I think he's a terrific leader of men. Um, and out of all the young lads I've met at Yorkshire, he was one of the first people that stood out to me. And I was thinking about, do you know down the line, this is a possible captain. Although he's so young and he's a bowler, but he has definitely, definitely got a true character. I'm going to cruise a bit while we wait for Mark Butcher, who's out in the middle with Richie Richardson for the toss. Actually, we can cross now. Toss time, everybody. Craig Brathwaite, the captain of the West Indies. Uh, give it a flip for us, please. Skip up. Tails was the call. Tails called. Tails it is. And it's come down. A tail Joe Root of England has won the toss. <laughs> That's the easy bit. What are you going to do and why? Uh, we're going to bat first. It looks a good wicket. Uh, we like to make first use of it. You know, we're going to have to play well. We, we saw in the last game if there's any sort of moisture in there uh, that can move around a bit. And um, I was really pleased from how we responded after a difficult start. So hopefully we can start a little bit stronger but still play uh, as we did do after that first hour and a half. Um, as usual, it's been an exciting sort of 24 hours for you. <clears throat> Some of your plans have, have gone up in smoke. Uh, what does your team look like today? Yeah, we've got two changes. Uh, Mark Wood and Craig Overton are out. Matthew Fisher and Saki Mamou come in and make their debuts. Very excited for both of them. Both very impressive young, young players um, and obviously both very excited. Uh, we had some overnight, Craig wasn't feeling too well and, and unfortunately wouldn't be able to get through the game. So it's a great opportunity for Fish to come in and show everyone how good a player he is. Okay, great stuff. Good luck. Thank you for speaking yes, with us. Uh, Craig, you're going to have to come out and bowl first once again. Um, no problem for you guys? Well, obviously we're looking to bat first, but I think here at Kensington we always get some, you know, some moisture early on. So we, you know, we got to utilise that first hour. You must have been very impressed with the uh, the fight that your team showed as well during the course of that Test match. Yeah, good fight. Obviously led by Bonner. You know, he really led, led by example. Uh, you know, it's, it's for us to follow, to be honest. And uh, what about uh, any team news for you? Are you the same side? Yeah, same, same eleven to, to play this game. We go with the spinner, and you know the guys ready and ready to go. Okay, and uh, there were one or two noises from back home that there'd been an issue with the way that the, the game ended up with the draw the other day was that were you fine with that no problems between yourself and the england camp no nah, no problems um you know there's always good spirit between you know vaccines and england and you know we're, we're all good okay great stuff thank you very much for speaking with us very very good luck to you so the news out here from a windswept middle at the kensington oval is that england have won the toss and they're going to bat first we head over to barbados now because our first commentators are roland butcher formerly of middlesex in england and he's with barry wilkinson roach for the first ball steams in now from the joe guard end as the barmy army clap along and bowls and this delivery is short outside the land the Oster as lees lets it go by to be taken by the keeper and england Another toss and batting are none for none. Seals starts a new over, comes in and bowls to Crawley, and Crawley gets a delivery that's edged. He's out caught. Crawley is gone. He's walking. Seals gets the breakthrough. The Windies have struck early. A delivery on the line of the off stump, attacking the stumps, and Crawley was between two minds to leave it alone or play at it. In the end, it took the leading edge and a low catch there by Josh De Silva, and the Windies have taken a wicket. It's four for one. Yes, and a cr Crawley there really trying to withdraw the bat but he didn't really withdraw it with any um momentum he just left the butt bat then it just slid off the face of the bat disappointment for crawley here is roach once again least drives past mid off lovely shot push drive quick outfield races away to the boundary i like that a lot it was the orthodoxy of alex least 
which uh, was the attraction at the top of the order. And he, as I said, we, we said in Antigua, there's no flappy bits about his technique. I mean, it's very orthodox, very solid, and that was just gorgeous. We're only the fifth over, Barry Wilkinson, but what I've seen of Lee's so far in this innings, um, you don't have to see a guy to bat all day to understand whether he can play at a certain level. What I've seen so far of him in these five overs is that he looks organised, he looks quite composed, and, and his judgment is good, So, which are good signs um, for a batsman going forward that England may have found um, an opening batsman, something they've been looking for for a little while. Azari Joseph in once again. There you go. That's a super square cover drive. <laughs> lovely, lovely shot from uh, from Joe Root. A lovely morning to Yorkshiremen at the crease. Yorkshiremen on commentary. Let's finish there. Joseph again. And that is safe. Whoa, Joe Root threw everything at that. The hands got away from the body there, but he just went and went, and he's got lucky. Thick edge, flies over fourth slip. I can even see a beach there, Goffey, in the distance that beckons me at the close of play. Yeah, you'd be on that jet ski, wouldn't you, Matt? I would, actually. Oh, the banana boat. Um, no, jet ski. Yeah, the jet ski. Uh, love a jet ski. From all now into Root. Oh, sweet shot, beautiful. In front of square on the leg side. He's just picked up the length so, so quickly. He's in impeccable position, and he's hit that away for four. Yeah, fantastic cricket shot. People know that Joe Root's one of the best players of spin in world cricket. He just doesn't allow bowlers to bowl to him. He just manoeuvres the ball very well. That's a hard sort of slog sweep, really, in front of square. Hit it hard. Fielder, deep squared, absolutely no chance. Four runs, good shot. When was the last time a test team shared rooms I wonder here's Jason Holder full and straight pushed up towards mid on <coughs> excuse me Darren Goff is with us I'll tell you your your career was still in that era wasn't it yeah I'll tell you when uh, the last time was uh, Lord McLaren who was the chairman mm. came to mine and Robert Cross room in Zimbabwe we stayed in that round hotel in Harare and he could not believe we had all the cases there all the bags we'd been going away for a long long time and he said this will be the last time um, you share rooms and he was right after that talk, uh, we had single rooms from that moment on. I think that was 97. The name of that round hotel is the Monomatapa. Yes, that's I, the one. I've stayed there only for about two weeks. And then, as always, Tudor's got injured, with a, got with, sent home. With, with, a, with a white limo outside, we used to get go, go everywhere in that white limo. You wouldn't want to stay there now. It's in serious need of a lick of paint. <laughs> it was a great hotel. I remember myself and Usman Azdal turning up. It was great. Two weeks. It was lovely. But yeah, my first tour to Australia, we had our own rooms, and that was in 98. Here is uh, Jason Holder, and uh, it's pushed away defensively by Root into the gully, and there's no runner. What was the reason, Goffey, given to you that that would be the last time you shared Well, rooms? actually, I'm, I'm, I'm lying a bit. We went from there to New Zealand, um, and that was already uh, in the bag, but we were sharing in New Zealand, which was slightly better hotel rooms. Uh, but after that tour, uh, the following year, which Tudes uh, came to, it was all single rooms. He basically said it wasn't, it wasn't right, but we were away for such long periods, and we had to share and especially some hotels which he did stay at, they weren't big enough to swing a cat in it, and, and literally we had so much baggage with us. Here's Holder once again, and so uh, left once more by Joe Root. Never mind the cats, the snoring. <laughs> 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 well, it's just everything, it's not right. I mean, when you're going away for the long periods of time, and uh, you, you, you do want your privacy, you want to be able to speak to your family, uh, and you just want to get away from people at times, don't you? I mean, it's all right, you're in the dressing room, but mm. all day with these people, 
and then you go back to the hotel and you're with someone again then you go down and eat you with them and now and again snow. you just need your own space some lad snoring well I, I remember rooming with Pete Martin in South Africa and I taped him snoring and went down to reception and, sh- and played him the tape I wonder Jared what Goffey expected reception to do <laughs> listening to this well I'll tell you what they did they upgraded me put me in a suite <laughs> so only, it was a good move Darren and Goffey. the only reason I had a dictaphone on me was I was doing a book that winter so I was right uh, doing everything obviously into it and that's the only reason so I recorded him snoring on it went down in about two in the morning I wasn't playing in the game he was uh, but they put me into a different room it was fantastic outmatch here's Jason Holder another straight honour to uh, Joe Roots pushed up towards mid on I don't recall reading that incident in the book you didn't make the book did it obviously um, no it didn't um, to, be, to be fair a lot of things didn't Roots again bounces a little more and hits the thigh pad and uh, goes out onto the offside for no run a call of time ah so it is the lunch break yeah umpires knock off the bales Joe Root finishes unbeaten on 31 from 80 balls Alex Lee's 16 in the morning session he's made 30 overs bowled so nothing wrong with the run rate one for 47 mind-blowing really over a rate of 15 an hour a run rate of 1.5 an hour and uh, a great frustration for west indies that they haven't struck more often but as i say england haven't managed to get away from them exclusive international cricket live the west indies versus england on talk sport 2. so the windies are going to start with something a bit spicier they're going to bring on jason holder to start from the joel garner end he's got three slips there's a backward point on a cover. There's a mid-off. A very wideish mid-on. There's a mid-wicket and a backward square leg on the boundary. So first ball after lunch. It's going to be Jason Holder to bowl to the captain route. As he comes in now, passes on power Wilson and bowls to Root. And Root is flicking, turning this one down behind square. So Root is perhaps, you can say, off the mark after lunch. One run to him. And the total now goes to 48 for one. Root goes to 32. As Roach bowls and his delivery is down the leg side. And I think that could be a drop catch. It was flicked there by Root. And it seemed to me that Josh De Silva went down the leg side and I heard a Nick Roach is on the ground, perhaps in disbelief, but that could be a life there for the captain, Joe Root. Let's have a look at the replay. Roach ball down the leg side, Root flicked it. It was in and out. That's a chance. So that's a life for Root. De Silva dropping the ball down the leg side. It was not the easiest of ticks, but that should have been gobbled up and the West Indies should have had their second wicket. Yeah, really Roach distraught by that it was off the face of the bat it wasn't an, an edge literally off the face of the bat root was not aiming in that direction but fortune certainly brave, favored him at that point here he comes again and bowls this time is a drive the first boundary after lunch square into the offside between the backward points in the gully area and lees gets a boundary that's a breaking news story it's the first four we've seen in quite some time 57 for one lees goes to 22 Jason Holder continues, and uh, that's all. Oh, that's half volley on leg stump. Joe Root says, "Thank you very much indeed." The Barmy Army, Root, and uh, they've got something to cheer about. I mean, in terms of of uh, long innings, Alex Lee might not be putting the big big runs on the board, but he's putting the large numbers of balls faced on the board. Um, I, I think in his last 23, Jared passed me an a note a little bit earlier and I've lost it I'll have to ask him to Jared did you find that stat sorry Um, in his last 23 or 24 first class innings he's faced 100 balls how many times 
At, at a minimum of 100 balls? Yeah, 13 out of his last 29 innings he's uh, faced over 100 balls. Um, so recently, obviously, hasn't been quite as good because a couple of the A games and the test match. But he went through a remarkable period for throughout second half of 2020 into uh, 2021 where he just routinely faced over 100 balls almost every second inning. So he definitely had a very good run at that point. And his, I mean, I said that he wasn't putting the big numbers on the board. I mean, it, it wasn't like a, a whole barrage of hundreds, was it? I mean, hundred balls, but not hundreds or fifties. No, in that period, I think there's two hundreds. Yeah, so not a lot of hundreds, but a lot of balls faced. And as Chudes was talking about before, you know, England have become very obsessed with the idea of their top three facing, you know, hundred balls um, to allow the rest of the strength, really, which is Root, Stokes, Bairstow, Butler, Wokes, Curran, you know, those sorts of guys to come in and play the shots afterwards because they've realised that they can't find players who can bat a lot of balls and make a lot of runs. Well, Mark Nicholas was a, a captain for almost all of his playing career, so um, he'll be able to answer this. But I'm, I'm guessing that if you're a captain and somebody says, listen, I, I, I've got an opener for you. I can't guarantee he's going to score big runs, but he will face a lot of balls. You're not instinctively going to go, no thanks, are you? That's a job, isn't it? When you look back at your career, your average ain't great. Yeah, but look at the balls I've faced. I mean, you've got to get the balance right, haven't you? And that's where England have got it wrong for me for so long. They, 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 we're going to play ultra-aggressively. We're 40 for four, okay? We don't want to lose too many wickets. We're 63 coming into the 40th over. I mean, sheesh. So basically what you're saying is England should pick Dom Sibley. No, no, I said, I said you wouldn't necessarily say no thanks. I mean, you know, England were, have had problems at the top of the order for, for two years. Mm -hmm. You know, that sort of 20 for two syndrome. So in, in that instance, if, you, if somebody said, listen, I've, I've got a guy that will, that will bat the first 30 or 40 overs more often than not. So Dom Sibley was facing 84 balls per out, which is an incredibly high mark. But that also, is incredibly high. Yeah. 84 balls per dismissal. And But he's also striking at 34 um, and averaging 29. So basically, what you're asking for is exactly what Dom Sibley did. It's exactly what England asked Dom Sibley to do. He delivered exactly what he was asked of. And he's not here. Yes. <laughs> so... Yeah, so Tick, I think so over he a period all the boxes time. and got dropped. Is that what you saying? I think over a period of time, they were like, they probably thought if he does that, he'll make some runs. It didn't happen. I mean, you could always find yourself getting in trouble because, as you say, we you add two, then all of a sudden you're, you know, sixties for for free. And all of a sudden you're you're back under pressure because you haven't gone anywhere. Even at the end of the day's play, if you had gone for two hundred, then you lose early wickets. West Indies come out and and bat aggressively. All that hard work for nothing. Azari Joseph in once again. That's a lovely cover drive for four by Joe Root. Just over pitched with enough width. And, well, Joe Root's got one of the best cover drives in the world. Yeah, it's not, not much point if England get bowled out for 118. Alex Lee says, yeah, but I faced 150 balls. He comes in again and balls to Root. And Root is on the back foot and forces his ball into the offside. This is going to be the half century for the England captain as applause around the ground and even a standing ovation for Roots 50. What are we going to do if he gets 100? Well, they're quite happy to see something funny to shout about. Joe Root is 54th half century at this level and gets a, a round of applause from this crowd. He's 50 from 125 balls, six fours 
174 minutes and he's certainly batted uh, quite well. He's kept the team together after that early wicket. He has done, and that's one of the reasons why he's opted to go in that number three position, just to do exactly that. Stop the slide, stop the fall of wickets, solidify, consolidate. He's wrapped on the pad, there's a lot of people for LBW and he's given him. Lees, looking to play off the back foot, is trapped on this pad. And uh, umpire Joe Wilson had a long look and he's given Lees out. They're deciding if to refer that England. Root is having a chat with, of course, Lees and he's decided not to refer it. So he's accepting the decision. So Lees is gone, Pomol has got the breakthrough. Leaves has gone LBW for 30 and finally something for the West Indies to smile about. England are 80 for two. It's probably just worth saying, Manners, uh, that I have a very good Samuel Badgery story, which he may or may not remember uh, from my career covering the Big Bash back in the day. And uh, I'm, just before I say this, how, you've been writing for cricket for, what, 70, 80 years at this point, Manners. <laughs> how, how many cricketers have you ever tried to interview who have requested to do it by written word? Uh, off the top of my head? One and the name of that player, uh, a young Michael Everton. Okay, so my whole career as well, not quite as as long into it as you, but again, many thousands of interviews, and the only player who ever asked to do it uh, by written form was Samuel Badri. I was asking him about bowling spin in the power play, and he gave me the most grammatically correct um, word document you've ever seen. Far better than my actual copy. <laughs> So you were saying that he required no editing whatsoever? No, it, I mean, he should have been editing my piece, if we're being honest. <laughs> um, but I just have not, I, like, in my entire career, I always tell that story where people go, what's Samuel Badger like? I said, I've never talked to him, but we did, but have, an email, yeah, but we did have an email exchange. And just, but also just the, you know, it was perfect. You could tell that the man was an educator. And I'm only partially saying that story now because he just said, what was it, multiplicity of maidens? <laughs> England 92 for two. We'll give him a right of reply after this ball. Here is Jason Holder. Root steers it away behind square on the offside to backward point. This is at this point where Samuel Badry says, well, I do have a first in English literature from the university. <laughs> Samuel? Oh, I, do have, I do have a wife who has a first in English literature, and she wrote those responses. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Holder, full and straight, driven down the ground by Dan Lawrence. It's a lovely straight push drive, not over over hit didn't need to hit it hard it was nice and full and uh, all he had to do was push it back past the bowler's feet which he did and it brings up the 100 for England 101 for one Jason Holder and again up to the crease now bowls another half volley he's attacking the stumps but he's gone two leg side there and it's driven away by Lawrence for another four uh, I do love a good on drive who doesn't well uh, we do love it on drive and they always say it's one of the hardest shots uh, in the book but Again, from Holder, someone who doesn't like giving runs away, two really, you would say that one was a pure half volley leg side. The ball before was actually straight, good length, and he just played great back face. That one a bit more, but a man came into that one and flicked it past me on for four. Two great shots there from Dan Lawrence. He uh, repeatedly being uh, fed an aerial shot of uh, the wonderful Kensington Oval in Bridgetown, Barbados, with the cruise ship in... Uh, Bridgetown Harbour and it's uh, making Alex Tudor and Darren Goff very very envious um, uh, Goffy more so because he doesn't have a trip to Barbados pending whereas Alex Tudor will be off there in two weeks time 
It's nothing that a couple of grand can't sort out, Manners. Lawrence on straight down the pitch, he comes, chips it high and hard. Gets all of it, does he? Oh, he does. Two arms are raised, six is signalled. And the crowd roar their approval. Well, that's woke uh, Alex's mum up <laughs> over in Barbados. She fell asleep earlier in the day, but Dan Lawrence definitely come to the crease looking to get on with it. As Pamal spins the ball from hand to hand, he's got one for 41. The balls oh. again, a good delivery in the line of the off stump, just spinning across the batsman to end the over and also to end the session. With England, who were 44 for one at lunch, have moved on in a much more positive fashion to 136 for two at tea. So, 136 for two, we have T, 59 overs gone here at Kensington Oval in Bridgetown, Barbados. We take a break and come back. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Exclusive international cricket live. The West Indies versus England on Talk Sport 2. All right, so we've got red ball reset after T, and it's going to be Alzari Joseph. Nine overs, one main and none for 25. Healy bowling to Root, who's got 80 from 171 balls, nine fours. Feel looks a bit defensive, if you ask me. There's just one slip now, all of a sudden, and there's a third man. There's a gully in a backward point. Covering an extra cover. Mid off, mid on, and a mid wicket that's not on the boundary, he's three quarters away, as Joseph comes in and bowls to Root, who's driving down to the mid-off area and there's no run. Pumal comes in once again, short outside off stump and lead cut by Dan Lawrence, just uses the pace of that one, it will challenge the boundary, as a matter of fact, it gets there. And so another four for Dan Lawrence, who is looking to get after the bowling, his fourth four of the innings, he moves on to 31 England. 
142 for two now. Azari Joseph now steams in, passes the umpire and bowls to Lawrence. And Lawrence is driving beautifully through cover. Uh, runs here for him in England. He gets one. He'll come up for the second, but it's going to go into the boundary. He gets four. It deserved the boundary. That was perhaps the sweetest shot we've seen perhaps of the day. It was a half volley, and there was Lawrence coming on the front foot and easing it through cover. Shades of Carl Hoofer here at Kensington Road. Shot of the day for me so far. As this delivery, he's playing it down between the slip and gully. That's going to go for four. That was a calculated shot. It was outside the line, the all stop. There's no third man. There's a slip and a gully, and he purposely put the ball between them. And there's also no ball. So five all told, and England beginning to look up here. 161 for two now in over number 63. Yeah, that shot was Root-esque. That's a trademark Joe Root shot. Here he comes in now, bowls this one, a short and pulled, and pulled sweetly. That's gone into the boundary. Backward a square, four runs there to Lawrence. And he goes quite quickly to 49, and England looking much better now, 169 for two. Root pulls, oh, and he's gone straight through the legs of... I point a finger and I'm going to have a go. I'm going to say Jermaine Blackwood, but... Oh, no. John Campbell, it is. It, that is yes. a, a really poor piece of fielding, I'm afraid, to have to report. A boundary, though, for Joe Root goes into the 90s. Lawrence waits and plays the pull stroke. Very fine and goes to 50. He's done it. Lovely innings. Raises his bat modestly. Chews hard on his gum. Lifts it a bit higher now for the crowd, having singled at the dressing room. Johnny Bairstow stands amongst other England players to applaud him. And it's come in 62 balls in an hour and 28 minutes. One six, seven fours, striking at 80 per 100 balls face. That's great stuff, particularly as England are going along as slowly as, well, a whole trail of tortoises might have done. It's now Root on strike. 99! He's now made a hundred! A superb innings from England's captain. High quality, a high mind, and a mighty high score. Fantastic innings there from Joe Root, another masterclass. Just goes about his business back to back hundreds for the captain. 25th, that's 100. There's uh, a lot of attention at the moment uh, being focused on. I, th I think um, Sir Garfield's over has just arrived. Uh, uh, he he would have played some golf, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's just finishing <laughs> he ain't off. getting there too early. He's always <laughs> playing, he's playing some golf for sure, the great man. <laughs> After whom the, uh, the new pavilion is named at uh, the Kensington Oval, the Sir Garfield Sobers. It is a new pavilion because right next to it is the old one, the original Pickwick Pavilion, named after the Pickwick Cricket Club, which uh, was established on this area, this piece of ground, back in 1882, would you believe? He has hold up, round the wicket to Lee's now, makes him play, and uh, that's pushed defensively out into the covers on the offside. 24 overs gone, England winning the toss and batting, 43 for one. Little story manners, so the great man has, has, has turned up to Kim Bolton School where I work. Um, what, unannounced? They're not unannounced. We oh. <laughs> we knew, but I didn't know. Um, I knew a couple of days before. So literally, you know, in the position I am, I've, you know, um, Mikey Holden, Graham Gooch, Alistair Cook, um, Alex Stewart, they've come to our school. So the headmaster, he top-trumped me. 
to the headmaster got Sir Gary to come. I said, headmaster, you can't do that. You can't top trump me. I'm the cricket guy. And he's just, I said, I can't beat that. I can't beat Sir Gary. Especially in my household, he was my dad's idol. Dad absolutely idolised Sir Gary everything. I said, the only person would be Sir Don. He was obviously, as well as I said, he's the only person that I could top trump Sir Gary with. Who else could I top trump him with? Sir Viv, Brian Lawrence. <laughs> No, no, you no. can't. You can't. No, 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 no. Trump no. But not, not top trumping to Gary. No. So Viv, I mean. Sachin? <laughs> I'm just saying, who, no, no, what I, contacts I, you got in your phone? Let's just go through no, and see no, who no. you got. <laughs> no, I just. I don't think the. Uh, Michael Jordan. All right, okay. Listen, now you're being silly. Stop it. <laughs> Say Barack Obama, but uh, <laughs> now we are getting very. I'll silly. say Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Lease was 16 not out at lunch, um, and uh, he broke a record that is a lot fresher than you might think for the fewest runs scored by an England opener in the first session of a Test match. Because Dom Sibley scored 18 uh, just a couple of years ago, so um, Sibley 18, Lease 16, but in 1984. An England opener scored 12 not out in the first session of a test match against Pakistan in Karachi, 1984. Goffey, you know who that was? Ole because I've heard it earlier. Oh, right, OK. <laughs> I thought you were out. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were out the box. You ain't going to catch Goffey up. Yeah, mate, i got ears everywhere. Don't worry about that. This time, reverse sweeping, successfully doing so. It's going to go down to the boundary. It's gone for four. So good cricket there from Joe Root. Really perhaps saying, look, I've had enough of this lollipop bowling. And he's reverse swept that. And has gone into the boundary for four to take the total now to 209 for two in the 76. Yeah, well, Craig Braffitt looks surprised by that shot. He shouldn't be because the ball's doing nothing. So Joe Root is such a good player and in such good form. Here he comes in again now and bowls to Lawrence. And Lawrence's time is driving beautifully through cover. That should go into the boundary for four. If it doesn't, it deserved it. But he gets there, it was on the up, there was Lawrence just coming on the front foot and easing it through cover. Four more to him, he gets to 67, it's 2.15 in Alpha 2. Yeah, very good use of the hands here by Lawrence. It wasn't that bad a delivery, he had to play it on the up, but the execution was perfect. And the timing as well, um, the placement really, he didn't really have to place it because there's only two fielders, one fielder in front of the back there on the offside. Um, in a run-saving position, there's a, there's a mid-off. So really, the moment he timed that one, he timed it beautifully, it was into the boundary. He's played a couple of shots like that today. I think Holder shouldn't worry too much about being struck for four from that type of delivery because the length was the length that you really want to be bowling. You want the batsman to be going after those type of deliveries. As we saw um, in a previous over when he got the edge, that fell short of the first slip. Now someone, a fielder now has been put, um, looks like Brooks has been put, in that position, that short extra cover uh, for precisely that short of delivery. That is out. No, he's dropped it. Not a difficult catch and the bowler's gone mental. He's off on one. Very unhappy, Jaden Seals. Oh, that was real. Oh, that's got to be caught. Is he your normal slip fielder, Halsari Joseph? That's about, I, I cannot remember seeing Joseph at slip. 
You, in fact, often you don't see a fast bowler stood at slip these days. Straight through his hands. Well, you'd be all right if it was Jimmy Anderson. Well, you'd reckon you might be. But that's Alzari Joseph, and that's why I didn't pick him at first, because I haven't seen him there. Lawrence gets a full delivery, he's driving beautifully through cover. Runs here for him with the dock at the oval. That's going to go into the boundary for four. Another beautiful cover drive. And that boundary takes him now to 87. Hold that in again now. Balls to Lawrence, and Lawrence this time is driving again. This one is going to go down the ground. That's going to be four more. Hey, he might get it this evening. He's on to 91. <laughs> But that was a beautiful shot. From the time it left the bat and it passed Kimar Roach at mid-off, diving to his right, you just knew it was going to get into the boundary. Well-timed. This man has got some class about him. Yeah, that's a beautiful shot. This, for me, that's the best shot he's played today, really. Uh, the timing is there. He's got on top of the bounce. And really, he's just executed it quite beautifully. Driving. And he's out caught at cover. Lawrence has given away. Jason Holder. Two balls ago, he said, don't worry about that four. I've got it covered. And he showed just why. Well set up. Lawrence is gone. And the Windies peg one back. 244 for three with a ball left to go. It's Jason Holder. Give him the keys to Kensington. He's done it again. And that was Lawrence's best knock in test cricket that has just come to an end. So too has the day's play. As the covers come on here at Kensington Oval in Barbados and the shadows begin to lengthen. England, 2.44 for three after winning the toss and electing to bat. Lees was LBW to Pramol for 30. Crawley was caught the Silver Bowl seals for Duck. Root remains there on 119. The captain has seen it all happen. And Lawrence, the penultimate ball of the day, which ended, which turned out to be the last ball of the day, uh, gone for a well-played 91. Roach, 16 overs, 5 maidens, done for 28. Seals, 16 overs, 4 maidens, 1 for 30. Joseph, 13 overs, 1 maiden, none for 54. Pramol, 22 overs, 1 maiden, 1 for 61. Holder, 18 overs with 5 balls. He will resume tomorrow, 4 maidens, 1 for 52. Bonner, his 1 over cost 3. And Bradford, 3 overs, no maidens, none for 15. We only had 4 extras, which is perhaps a pretty good sign. Uh, there is 2 no balls and 2 leg buys there for the West Indies. England, 244 for three. All right, boys, thank you. Uh, we're now going to turn our attention to a little look back at today's play. Seals starts a new over, comes in and balls to Crawley, and Crawley gets the delivery. That's edged. He's out caught. Crawley is gone. He's eighth first class game, four of which have been test matches. Short pulled away. That's a lovely shot from Joe Root. Here is Roach once again. Least drives past mid-off. Lovely shot. Sorry, Joseph, once again. There you go. That's a super square cover drive. <laughs> lovely, lovely shot from uh, from Joe Root. I can even see a beach there, Goffey, in the distance that beckons me at the close of play. Yeah, you'd be on that jet ski, wouldn't you, Matt? I would, actually. Oh, the banana boat. Um, no, ups. jet ski. Yeah, the jet ski. Uh, love a jet ski. From all now into route. Oh, sweet shot, beautiful. A lovely morning. Two Yorkshiremen at the crease. Yorkshiremen on commentary. Let's finish there. Jason Holder continues, and uh, that's oh, well, that's half volley on leg stump. Joe Root says thank you very much indeed. The Barmy Army. Root. And Root is on the back foot and forces his ball into the offside. This is going to be the half century for the England captain. Joe Root is 54th half century at this level. He's wrapped on the pad, there's a lot of people for LBW and he's given him. Lees, looking to play off the back foot, is trapped on this pad. Good stroke, Joe Root. We go back to India for that one and Sri Lanka when he played so brilliantly at the start of last year. Lawrence on straight down the pitch, he comes, chips it high and hard. 
gets all of it, does he? Oh, he does. Well, that's woke uh, Alex's mum up <laughs> over in Barbados. Oh, go, Joe. The latest of late cuts, the touch of a surgeon, another boundary, 76 for the England captain. And Lawrence is driving beautifully through cover. Shades of Carl Hoofer here at Kensington. Shot of the day for me so far. This delivery, he's playing it down between the slip and gully. That's going to go for four. Yeah, that shot was Root-esque. That's a trademark Joe Root shot. Lawrence waits and plays the pull stroke very fine and goes to 50. He's done it. Lovely innings. It's now Root on strike. 99. He's now made a hundred. A superb innings from England's captain. Just goes about his business back to back hundreds for the captain. 25th test 100. This time Root was reverse sweeping, successfully doing so. It's going to go down to the boundary. It's gone for four. Balls to Lawrence, and Lawrence this time is driving beautifully through cover. That should go into the boundary for four. That is out. No, he's dropped it. Not a difficult catch, and the bowler's gone mental. Very unhappy, Jaden Seals. Full ball from Holder, and a glorious drive through mid-off by Dan Lawrence. Takes him into the 80s. He equals his highest score of 81. Driving, and he's out caught at cover! Lawrence has given away! Lawrence is gone, and the Windies peg one back. 244 for three. He's done it again. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.